From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. Thank you for joining us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak. Today we continue a series of studies on the doctrine of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, please enjoy this devotional thought taken from Morning and Evening by Charles Haven Spurgeon. This morning's text is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 28. Base things of the world hath God chosen. Walk the streets by moonlight if you dare, and you will see sinners then. Watch when the night is dark and the wind is howling, and the picklock is grating in the door, and you will see sinners then. Go to yon jail and walk through the wards and mark the men with heavy overhanging brows, men whom you would not like to meet at night, and there are sinners there. Go to the reformatories and note those who have betrayed a rampant juvenile depravity, and you will see sinners there. Go across the seas to the place where a man will gnaw a bone upon which is reeking human flesh, and there is a sinner there. Go where you will. You need not ransack earth to find sinners, for they are common enough. You may find them in every lane and street of every city and town and village and hamlet. It is for such that Jesus died. If you will select me the grossest specimen of humanity, if he be but born of woman, I will have hope of him yet, because Jesus Christ is come to seek and to save sinners. Electing love has selected some of the worst to be made the best. Pebbles of the brook grace has turned into jewels for the crown royal. Worthless dross he transforms into pure gold. Redeeming love has set apart many of the worst of mankind to be the reward of the Savior's passion. Effectual grace calls forth many of the vilest of the vile to sit at the table of mercy, and therefore let none despair. My friend, by that love looking out of Jesus' tearful eyes, by that love streaming from those bleeding wounds, by that faithful love, that strong love, that pure, disinterested, and abiding love, by the heart and by the bowels of the Savior's compassion, we plead with you not to turn away as though it were nothing to you, but believe on him, and you shall be saved. Trust your soul with him, and he will bring you to his Father's right hand in glory everlasting.
assist you in meditating upon the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ into the world, Let the Bible Speak is happy to offer a unique publication called The Twelve Days of Christmas. Written by Roger Ellsworth, an experienced minister and writer, The Twelve Days of Christmas is a small paperback book containing 24 devotions, each including a short scripture reading, several paragraphs, and a concluding to-think-about section that draws lines of application from the text to modern-day life. 
The book is intended to help the hearts and minds of believers to focus upon the wonder of the Incarnation, as well as to encourage unbelievers to come in repentance and faith to Christ. Let the Bible Speak is happy to make this booklet available free of charge to our listening audience. You may have a copy simply by contacting us by phone, email, or regular mail. You may call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. You may email us at info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. Or you may simply write, Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. We encourage you to request your free copy of The Twelve Days of Christmas. Today on Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns will continue his series of studies in the Bible Doctrine of the Holy Spirit. He comes now to deal with the sanctification of the Spirit. The text is 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 18. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord." Sanctification, or holiness, is God's purpose for every Christian. As Dr. Cairns will demonstrate in the opening portion of this message, sanctification is an extensive work, affecting all Christians without exception. It is a comprehensive work, affecting every part of a believer. It is also an intensive work, going on all the time during the believer's earthly life. Now, Dr. Cairns will introduce this message, The Sanctification of the Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I'm not preaching this morning on the deity of the Holy Spirit. We have done that already. But the literal force of the words in that verse gives us a very strong emphasis on the deity of the Holy Spirit. Simply it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Lord the Spirit is, 
there is liberty. But we all with open or unveiled face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We'll be thinking particularly on the words of verse 18. We all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed, or literally are being changed, into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. In this series on the person and work of the Holy Spirit, we come now to deal with the Spirit's work in sanctification. Now this morning I'm not going to deal with the doctrine of sanctification generally, but rather I'm going to seek to narrow it down so as to deal specifically with one thing, that is the work of the Holy Ghost in making Christians holy. However, before we can get to that, there are two or three very simple preliminary things that we need to consider about sanctification. First of all, I need to make it clear that sanctification is what we could call an extensive work. By that I mean that it affects all Christians without exception. Sanctification has its effect in all the people of God. No exceptions. Holiness is an absolute necessity for a Christian. You'll find that holiness is clearly commanded in the Word of God. Be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. And it's interesting that you'll find those words substantially in two places in Leviticus, and you'll find them quoted by Peter in his first epistle. This is an imperative, be ye holy. Indeed, I could say that a Christian without holiness is a contradiction in terms. When you study the Bible, you find that holiness is the eternal purpose of God for his people. The Apostle Paul could say in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4 that God chose us before the foundation of the world that we should be holy. He said in Romans chapter 8 and verse 29, Whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. In 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 13, he said, God hath from the beginning chosen us to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 2, he says, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit. It is interesting that in the Word of God, again and again and again, the idea of God's eternal purpose for His people is linked with the positive experience of those people in being a holy people. 
Trinity to make Christians a holy people. And it was, of course, for that very specific purpose that the Lord Jesus Christ died. He died to make us a holy people. John 17 and verse 19, a verse that was quoted during the late week of meetings. The Lord Jesus says that he sanctified himself. And what was the purpose of the sanctification of Christ? That his people should be sanctified. In Titus 2 verse 14, the Lord Jesus Christ is said to have given himself with one great purpose in view, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify us unto himself, a peculiar people, zealous of good works. So if we were to talk about a Christian without holiness, it would be a contradiction in terms, because we would be saying that the entire purpose of the Lord God Almighty had been set aside. We would be saying that the entire effectiveness of the blood atonement of Jesus Christ had been overcome. I tell you that holiness is a necessity for every Christian. God has commanded it. God has purposed it. And Christ has purchased it. Now I know that every Christian desires to be more holy. I think if a man doesn't desire to be more holy, he's not a saved man. Every Christian has within his heart a yearning that I may be more holy. And yet, you know, however much he laments his lack of progress in holiness, every Christian has some true holiness. Why? Because Paul said to the Corinthians that of God, Christ is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, holiness. Christ has made holiness unto all his people. And every Christian has a true holiness. It's because of that that you can say that to be without holiness is to be without Christ. I want you to think of that. To be without holiness is to be without Christ. Because Christ has made our holiness. And it was for that reason that Paul told the Hebrews in chapter 12 and verse 14, Without holiness no man shall see the Lord. Why? Because without Christ... No man can see the Lord. I tell you then, this is not something that has to do with an exclusive band of God's people. This is an extensive work. It affects every part of the church of Christ, every member of the body of Christ. Holiness is the possession of every Christian. But not only is it an extensive work, let's narrow it down to the individual. And you'll find that it is a comprehensive work. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. 
And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is a much disputed text. It's used by the uh, entire sanctification camp, those who believe in eradication and sinless perfection in this life. But uh, I think I can best explain it if I give the rendering of the verse that the great John Owen, the Prince of Puritan Divines, gave when he was dealing with it. He said, And God himself, even the God of peace, sanctify you throughout, or as another uh, great Greek scholar put it, through and through, sanctify you through and through, that your whole spirit, soul, and body may be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, what we're finding here is that sanctification affects every part of a man. Sanctification deals with every sphere of life. Holiness is to be imprinted upon us in the spiritual sphere. It is to be imprinted upon us in the mental sphere, in the moral sphere, and in the physical sphere. It is a comprehensive work that deals with every part of every believer in Jesus Christ. This is the standard of sanctification and holiness of which the Bible speaks. Not only is it a comprehensive work in the individual, we could say it's a very intensive work. Consider this. When does sanctification begin? The moment a man is regenerated. As soon as the Holy Spirit breathes life into him, this work of sanctifying begins. And it continues endlessly throughout that man's life. And the Holy Spirit, in continuing it endlessly, uses every conceivable set of circumstances. He uses the mountaintop experience. He uses the valley experience. He uses our days of joy. He sanctifies our times of suffering and our affliction in order to make us more holy. This is a work that is going on continually, day by day, and moment by moment. And just as continually as the Holy Spirit carries on the work, equally continually, the devil opposes that work. There is a continual battle raging against the spiritual progress of the child of God as hell would mount its armaments against us and let loose every fury of which it's capable in order to dethrone holiness from our heart and in order to waylay us and get us into sin. In the midst of that battle, Sadly, we must confess many personal failures, reverses, and weaknesses. But as that is going on with 
the Spirit of God continually working in our minds, in our hearts, in our consciences, in every part of our lives, with the devil opposing at every step and turn, with the flesh acting like a Trojan horse to seek to open up the gates to the devil. Nonetheless, this work of sanctification never ceases in the believer until finally God brings us home to glory. It is an intensive work. Now this is the work which the Holy Spirit of God is constantly carrying out in the lives of believers. And it's this peculiar work of the Spirit that I want us to consider today. And in doing so, I'm going to make five very, very simple and basic observations. The first one about the work of the Holy Spirit in sanctification within us. The first thing I say is this, that it is a godly work. Now, by that, I don't merely mean that it produces godliness. It does. But I mean this word very strictly. It is a work of God. A work of God which in its turn produces godliness and enables the child of God to work and live in a godly fashion. It is specifically in Scripture said to be not only the work of God, but the work of the Spirit of God. I have quoted to you some scriptures we read in Second Corinthians 3 and verse 18 that uh, we are changed into the image of Christ by the Spirit of the Lord. It is the Spirit of God who effects holiness in the life. I have quoted First Peter 1 and 2 and Second Thessalonians 2 and 13. It is the sanctification of of the Spirit. The sanctification which is produced by the Spirit. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. Founded by Dr. Alan Cairns, Let the Bible Speak is also heard in many parts of the world through the international radio outreach of Let the Bible Speak, produced in Northern Ireland. The Free Presbyterian Church stands without apology for the absolute inerrancy of the Bible, emphasizing preaching that centers on the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ and is militant in its stand against the ecumenical apostasy and the efforts of the world to infiltrate the Church. For further information about the Free Presbyterian Church, you may email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. You may call us at 864-244-2408. Or you may write, Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Again, that's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Also, we encourage you to visit the website of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America at www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. 
This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we let the Bible speak. (music) 